0: The COVID-19 pandemic has battered mass transit in Metro Detroit. Public health orders, mandated masks, and distance rules for bus drivers and passengers. The resulting drop in ridership forced transit agencies to reduce some services and eliminate others. DDOT plans more reductions in November, and the Regional Transit Authority is rewriting its master plan for moving people around in a post-pandemic world. RTA Program Manager Ben Stupka says COVID crystallized the agency's focus on working with local transit providers to improve service. What can
1: we do to really focus on some of the major corridors where we still have a lot of our essential workers using the system, meaning to get to hospitals and um, other essential jobs? Um, so, you know, really focus uh, our, our mission around kind of the equity um, uh, equity role that transit plays in the region.
0: So your focus now is creating a new master plan. Um, what was wrong with the old one?
1: Uh, the old one was adopted in 2016 so it's about five years ago the world of mobility has changed uh, drastically you obviously also mentioned COVID-19 so this is an opportunity for us to look at what new technologies and services are out there um, how are uh, you know different types of on-demand services being used look at different travel trends and just kind of re-establish did we have things right in 2016 are there new things that we can now inject into the plan? Are there things that we can refocus on because of COVID-19 that really will set a new baseline for us to build on going forward? So nothing inherently wrong with the 2016 plan, but just an opportunity to kind of refresh it um, you know, re- and reestablish it with, uh, with an eye towards new technologies um, and new mobility services.
0: As I understand it, this is a long-term plan uh, that uh, goes out about uh, 20 years how do you create such a long-term plan knowing that if there's another pandemic, it could throw transit into chaos again?
1: We built this plan uh, with a bit more flexibility and adaptability in mind. So that was kind of one of the cardinal purposes of doing this. So this is much more focused on flexible strategies, um, you know, broader goals for the systems, but, but allows us to uh, be responsive to tra- changing ridership trends. So I'll give you kind of an example uh, that we may see. Uh, so I, I, I do believe we're going to see some changes in local and neighborhood level services. Uh, Smart has already enacted some on-demand service zones in partnership with a company called Via. Um, these are called Smart Flex services. They're on-demand in kind of more suburban areas of, of the system. Uh, people can hail a ride, get to the major corridors, also get uh, get trips within kind of a zone around their house. So we think... Uh, There's going to be a lot more uh, on demand local serving trips, um, also connecting into major corridors and really enhancing those corridors. So those are the types of trends. We don't want to be prescriptive and say we're going to put X, Y, Z bus routes here, here and here. We want to say these are the trends. These are the places we're going to go. How do we develop for being flexible in
0: the future? What role will the public have in creating the master plan?
1: Sure. So we actually just completed uh, about a summer that we started in June. So basically throughout the summer, uh, a series of open houses. We did nine virtual open houses. We did uh, direct engagement with transit riders at uh, uh, 10 different transit hubs throughout the region. Uh, we also did a series of listening sessions and a couple other surveys. Um interacted with uh, just over 4,000 people um, to develop the master plan, and it'll be available for for comment uh, for about a month or so. So uh, we'll be promoting that. Uh, People, you know, please read the plan, provide comments and feedback, and we can make adjustments from there
0: a lot of the opposition to the RTA millage from a few years ago came from areas where people either don't have access to mass transit because they live in a rural area or they just don't use it and they don't want to subsidize it in other communities. Uh, how do you overcome that?
1: Having a more baseline plan, what we're doing now is the first step in my opinion. Uh, you know, the, the purpose of this plan is to really identify how can we work with communities large and small to help develop what they need next in transit. Um, how, can we find, how can we work with communities in Western Oakland County who have a, a newer on-demand service, for example, um, to, to in- help them improve that service, um, help them expand that service, help them connect into the regional system, and really just start building those connections at kind of a, a local and regional level uh, so that when, when and if we bring another ballot initiative along, uh, people will understand the value of regional transit, what the RTA is bringing to the table and, uh, you know, understand how it connects into their local community. So it's it's about really working purposefully with with some of these communities up front uh, before we get into another strategic ask for for a millage.
0: And when do you think that might happen going to the voters
1: so, uh, the RTA, we have certain rules in our legislation, so it's always good to reframe those. Uh, we are limited uh, to going in even years and on November ballots. So, 2022 is the next time we're eligible, and after that, 2024, and then 2026, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, we'll be talking about the possibility of 2022 here towards, uh, towards the end of 2021, the end of this year. Um, There are some significant things uh, that we have to consider uh, in 2022. And first and foremost of those is that um, the smart bus system and the uh, Ann Arbor system are both going for their millage renewals in 2022. Um, And that's something that we're laser focused and being supportive of um, is is making sure those renewals go through. Uh, They've always been very successful. Um, But but having those systems continue to be supported by their local Uh, their local uh, tax base is is of utmost importance to our regional system. So that's a big consideration for 2022.
0: Can you craft a millage in a way that's fair for everyone?
1: We will have to craft any millage around a central point of uh, the investment in our regional transit system, um, you know, is de facto good for everybody. If you look at any major corridor, um, any major, uh, you know, service in the region, uh, being able to provide better transit service is good for the people who use the bus, who need to get to work. It's good for the employers that need people to get to their jobs sustainably. It's good for the essential uh, workers and the people who use the medical services and other services along those corridors um, to, to be able to get around. It's good for maybe if you're not a person who use it, uses it, it's good for your um, your aging parent, uh, your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle. Um, So so anything we do does have to be crafted around a regionalism message.